Blog Talk Radio. people before me and all that and hey no actually you've been holding for a few minutes so um i um i you're you're first here in the queue let me um just open up the astrology software and um happy halloween happy halloween to you too and happy so when where are you calling from (laughs) ah maine oh awesome what's your name my name is dorothy since you're doing astrology, I'll give you my name instead of my nickname. What's your last, last first initial of your last name? L. Have I worked with you before, Dorothy? You might have. I think I, I might have a while you ago. Have, you might have I a while have ago, yeah. I information, and it, it is in Maine, so I bet it's you. Um, March the oh, 22nd, 1948, 12.25 a.m. in Portland, Maine. How are you tonight, Dorothy? Fine, you must be psychic. You needing a reading? (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to check in on myself again. A lot of planets in Leo, right? Yeah, you're having a really intense um, Saturn square. So, um, yeah, I mean, you have a lot. You have you have a stellium of planets in the eighth house in Leo, and uh, right now Saturn is in Scorpio in the eleventh squaring. You haven't had anybody pass away, have you? Um, last, last year, a friend, last year, somebody special passed away. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, because, you know, you've been having Saturn Square and, you know, you have, you have a lot of lessons actually and issues with death and passing away. Have you had a lot of that in your life? Um, well, 
I don't know if I could say a lot, but recently things have things have started to come up again around yeah, around oh I can speak English around um, my paternal grandmother's death. Uh huh. Things have she come died up in around my, that. It seems that she came through to um, a friend of mine whom I also work with on Blog Talk, um, saying that um, that she, she was saying that she had actually been murdered. Which oh. was surprising to me, and and yet as I suppose it wasn't, in some ways it wasn't maybe because there'd always been questions around her death. Uh huh. But she wanted yeah. she didn't. So I don't know because I've heard other things too, that say that, um, you know, the person that apparently did it it was an accident, but he just left her there. Uh huh. I mean she froze to death out back of the house here and. Her body was exhumed twice for traces of arsenic. Wow! And they never yeah, found it. Yeah, I remember because I was a, I was a senior in high school. I was eighteen, not quite nineteen, and two two policemen in suits coming to the house, taking her can of Alberto Vo five hairspray away from me. Yeah, well, that's gonna, interesting you know, because so that's very that's sort of very eighth house stuff. You know, do you know yeah. anything about your chart, really? I know a little. I know that my ascendant is Sagittarius. Yeah, and that makes and I have a little moon, I believe. Jupiter, and you have Jupiter in Sagittarius in the first. So, have you traveled? Not yet. No. <laughs> are you, you very if spiritual? You count, if you count, are you very spiritual? very spiritual? Were you religious? Did you grow up in a religious background? Uh, I grew up raised as a Christian. I can't say my family was the most religious family. I was married right. to a minister, and thank God that's over, and not because he was a minister. Were they originally <laughs> from Maine? Yes. Where I was born, Portland, Maine. So you were, you, and you, but I mean, your family—they were originally from Maine. You weren't, you weren't yeah. like outsiders in Maine. Oh, uh, we, we were. Oh no, not we were not from away, as they say in Maine. No, <laughs> born yeah. and bred. Uh huh. Well, it's no, an I was interesting born where my mother came from. I imagine it has something to do with spirituality and your spiritual background. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very spiritual. Having Jupiter. In Sagittarius in the first house would be like you being very self-identified as a spiritual person, you being very mm-hmm. close to um, spiritual truth and the idea of higher truth, like the kinds of truths that human beings all need to live under, whether they realize it or not. That's very Sagittarian, oh, and um, okay. and it just the part of it's very interesting that you're calling in tonight because I'm you know wanting was wanting to do sort of a Halloween kind of show and um, right. Halloween is very much the the middle of Scorpio and and so um, it it's the middle of the autumn and right now the energetic idea is that we have an opportunity to contact those things that have passed or lost because basically our year our year is kind of coming to an end. You know, certain calendars, um, like the the Hebrew calendar, ends in the autumn, and um, mm. we have different 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 ways of thinking about the year. But one of the things about uh, the autumn is that it represented nature, an ending basically of a cycle of growth. So if right. something began in the spring, now everything is, you know, like all the leaves are falling off and everything's becoming dormant. It's very symbolic of death. Yeah. And then 
the winter is a very just sort of introspective kind of cold time, but at the same time, things under the ground are kind of stirring and then come bursting out in spring. So the winter is almost sort of like reminiscent of gestation, and then spring is like birth, and then spring, summer, and autumn sort of represent like a lifetime, the way a life is, and then autumn, especially around the time of Halloween, very much is sort of like, okay, well, all the leaves are fall, are really off the trees, and, and everything's kind of gray now and barren, and uh, things have gotten frosted already, and there's very little left for us to harvest. So the, the, yeah. the main harvest has happened, and basically that's a symbol of the end of our lives. So it's the end of the life, let's say, of 2013, and we're going to be getting ready now to go into the beginning of 2014, which will kind of, the, the prelude to that begins with Sagittarius, which doesn't start for another couple of weeks. So this night tonight is a really amazing time, a really amazing time to actually um, discuss, uh, like, your, your, did you say paternal grandmother or maternal? No, paternal. Paternal grandmother. Because, um, you know, yeah, because it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to remember her, you know, right. Re- regardless, regardless, let's say, of what, that, what the ending was there for her. And I know you, you talked about a sort of disrupted kind of ending with a sort of disrupted kind of, you know, uh, not so yeah. much rest in peace, you know, a lot of, a lot of disruption there for her. And for exactly. you in your chart, you have a lot of lessons that you're learning about death and loss and the transition from this plane to the next. You know, having all those planets in Leo, I wonder in what way you've been a leader at some level. Were you ever a teacher? Were you ever, mm-hmm. did you ever, mm-hmm. you, you, were, you were never like a, a pastor or a minister, were you? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, I used well, no, no. When I was when I was first married, I used to think that if anything happened to my ex, that's what I'd do. But uh, that, but my ex being my ex and the things, you know, the way things turned out with him, him, her, whatever. I um, pardon me for saying it that way, but my that's ex okay. was strange and weird, and I didn't, you know, I realized no that once I was divorced, I realized no, that wasn't for me. There came a point in my life when. Um, it became clear to me because somebody pointed it out in, in a roundabout way, even though people have been hinting at it, and I finally had to ask if they were saying I was a medium, a psychic, and he's, and I, you know, I'm a medium among other things. I'm very spiritual. I'm drawn. I still have my Christian faith, but I'm drawn to Druidism and, to a lesser extent, some Wicca. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But in what yeah, way have I'm you been just, a leader? Let's say just based on your birth year, Darcy. You know what? In what way have you? Do you feel like you've been sort of center stage? In what way have you attracted attention to yourself? Have you ever? Have you ever worked with um, with the dying? Have you ever nursed someone that was sick? Never. No, I never worked with the dying. You know what um, I mean? Like like took care of somebody that was dying or anything like that. Hmm. No, not really. Is your is your mom alive? No, my mother my mother died in ninety one. She was eighty six. I came from uh-huh. older parents. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. No. Well, I feel so like you have a really like... complicated chart where there's a lot of creativity in emotional yes. in emotion in the emotional house. You know, very you're very right. intuitive and very sensitive. You know, you have 
four planets in the house of Scorpio. Your moon south node is in the house of Scorpio. But you have Chiron and Scorpio in the 11th house. And to me, that would almost mean that at some point in your life, a close friend has died and it's really affected you. Like I said, last year, last I lost year. a friend. How about when I you never were actually... younger? I'm just asking. How about when you were younger? Did did any of your friends from your childhood pass away? No. I When I was a senior in high school, one of my classmates died, but I wasn't, but you weren't, we weren't But you weren't close with that person? No, I wasn't close with that person at all, but I went to a funeral out of respect for a uh-huh. classmate. Okay. I don't did rem- it affect you? Oh. Well, um, I don't know. I think I think in some ways it affected everybody to think that she was having so many problems that she decided one day to go and jump off a bridge. Yeah. She committed suicide. Right. Yeah. That's that. There is an effect of that, though, right? In an immediate. Did you go to a small school? I went to yeah, it's a fairly small school. It it's um it takes in several towns and she was from an from a neighboring town. How many people were in your graduating class? Hmm. About You know, I oh about I wanna say somewhere between thirty and forty. It wasn't a big class. No. Okay. And one of those girls in the class of thirty or forty commits suicide. And but, but in those days, it wasn't like it is now when something happens and they have crisis councils and anything. I don't, I don't know what other people thought. I just felt that I owed it that because she was a classmate, I should go to her funeral. Right, which I is again also I mean, very Leo in the eighth house. You know where yeah, you it was just a, it was a mark of respect for someone, even if I you didn't. Took a, you took we had never been Leo is by any with stretch. honor. It's the honorable thing to do. You know, yeah. and that's 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 another really important thing, Dorothy. I don't think it's any coincidence that you called tonight because you're reminding us that it's the honorable thing for us to respect and remember the dead. Yeah, it is on. It is honorable. So one of the things about your chart is that Neptune is on your Mercury. Have you been feeling particularly psychic or in tune lately, or have you been feeling really confused? Because it can be one of the two paths. I have, unfortunately, I haven't been feeling that psychic lately. I haven't been feeling that great. My head's been off the wall and everything else. And today, when I, um, because I do work on Blog Talk, um, the show that I, well, I work at a certain network, and I'm there every day, but Sunday is my day to host. Um, okay. Other people were doing more of the readings. I was, at one point, I was wondering if I was going to even, you know, be able to finish the show. Uh-huh. The way yeah, I was feeling. Saturn but then, is in a particularly hmm. difficult spot in your chart right now. I mean, I don't necessarily have, like, super happy news for your reading today. You know, it's not like I can <laughs> okay. say, like, that, that the autumn's going to be easy for you because... I feel like there are things like where you feel limitations. I feel like there may be people who are upsetting you, but you can't really tell them that. I feel like Mm. there may be, you may be feeling also lonely. And those things would be like Saturn square Saturn, Saturn square Mars, Saturn square the moon, where you, where Saturn, those Saturn squares can make us feel agitated, but we feel oppressed and we can't express that. We feel lonely, emotionally misunderstood, but we can't really express that. And at the same time, Neptune on your Mercury, and Neptune's the ruler of your third house, I feel like 
communication for you is just feeling way very off very off um hmm. it, it yeah. will it will get better but apparently you need to go through something you know in the next few months where you're trying to sort out your perceptions like you're trying to sort out your intuition and your insight because you have a very insightful um talented ability to connect with people if you're really listening to them um but but right now it feels a little cloudy yeah it's been, it's been difficult yeah when you're not picking when you're there and you're not really you know you're there but you're not really focused right and then when somebody and then when one of the other psychics asks you, do you have anything? It's like, nope, you know, I thoroughly agree with you or whatever because I'm not, wasn't picking right. up, right? Because I wasn't feeling great. I was not feeling yeah. good at all. No, there's a lot. There's a lot of energy going on in your chart. A lot, you know, like um, yeah. Pluto is also square your midheaven, and Uranus is going into your fourth house. Are you going to move? Are you leaving? Moving out of your present residence? I'm hoping to be able, well, I'm hoping to be able to stay here um, at le- and until it's time when um, everything, you know, when I've got enough healing under my belt and got the finances so that I can move across the pond. Do you have brothers and sisters? Uh, I, I have, I don't, well, I can't say yes and I can't say no. As far as I know, I think I'm pretty certain that I do have some siblings somewhere from my father, but I've never met any of them. I dreamt about dreamt about a sister once, uh-huh. but I didn't. But I didn't ask her in the dream what her name was. I just figured because my mother was talking to her, and nobody was talking to me. I just somehow, I just said, "Are you my sister?" And she said she was. Uh huh. She was. She was older than I am, and she also was gifted apparently. Right. But I have no idea. I wouldn't know where to find her. Well, where to find listen, any of them. I would tell you I would just tell you tonight to be you know mm-hmm. try to be as clear as you can in your perceptions and your intuitions because it seems to me like twenty fourteen is going to create some really substantial change like it's not going to be just another old another old year you're going to have a no. retrograde Saturn squaring your moon your Mars and your Saturn, and you're going to have Pluto squaring your midheaven, and Uranus going into your fourth house. It seems to me like there's going to be a sort of an upheaval in your personal life, and it could happen through some kind of loss or change, um, But and, and it could happen through a sibling that you may or may not know even exists. So, um, nice. you know, hang on for some of that. Dorothy, and, and, and recognize right. that part of the lesson is going to be that you need to be disciplined. So, you know, really develop a strong discipline that's able to keep you on target. Okay. Okay? It was uh-huh. good to talk to you tonight. Thank you so much oh. for contributing to my Halloween, oh. you know, sort of <laughs> insight there. It was really very powerful. I have lots of things more that I can say about this. Um and uh, so hold on, and, and maybe I'll make a few other comments if you want to hear them. Yes, I would love to. All right, hon. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh. So um, that, 
that was very powerful. You know, when you're looking at someone's chart, someone who has multiple planets in the house of Scorpio, and Scorpio rules death and sex, and um, Dorothy and I didn't really get into the sexual aspect of that because I was sort of more focused on on the the uh, the death side. But that house rules emotionally intense experiences, and um, I remember having someone in my high school senior class also commit suicide. As a matter of fact, two boys did that in my year. And I thought that it was very sweet that my caller there um, said that she that she might have come from a kind of a small class when I think most high school classes are enormous. I think my high school class had about um, my, my high school graduating class had about uh, 200, and that was considered small. So um, when she said 30 or 40, and then that's the size of, like, a classroom, and then you know that you have, um, you know, one person in the class that different people know who's passed away, that creates a large impact. So death, death is a part of what it is that we're looking at tonight. Death is a part of our lives. And one of the reasons that we connect with and we sort of honor the people who have passed uh, tonight on this night and tomorrow, because this is the Eve, hallowed Eve, is really like we have Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. This is the beginning of the day. In other words, we talk about how the year is ending. This is a great metaphor if you guys can get it. That you know that in in say Judaism again and in in several other um, religious practices the day ends when the sun goes down and then we still have this little chunk of the day but it's really considered a part of the next day that's why the eve is actually considered the beginning of the next day and we can begin celebrating the holiday so the holiday itself is tomorrow november 1st it represents the um the connection to all souls but tonight is the night before it and we have strong access to be able to communicate with the dead the the same thing has to do with the year the year is kind of ending tonight even though there's going to be another little piece of it that we still call 2013 it's really the wrap-up of 2013 as we race now into the beginning of a new year and um, so just like um, the sunset is the ending of a day uh, Halloween really is a big part of the ending of a year and um, the way in which we tr begin to strongly and quickly now transition into the introspective time of the year when the, when the nights are long and the days are short and um, our pineal gland turns back on and we become more intuitive and more introspective and we go more deeply onto the inside. So um, rather than doing, you know, say too much more about about that, what I'd like to do is do um, do the Global Energy Minute and see if I can pull a little bit more information about the alignment of the planets tonight. So the Sun's in Scorpio, Mercury's in Scorpio, and Saturn is in Scorpio all conjunct. 8, 10, and, tw and 13 degrees is a conjunction, a stellium between the Sun, the retrograde Mercury, and Saturn. It's a it's a very very good night to be able to commune if you want to with people who have passed. If you're not into that and you're just listening to the show and you want to know about you know what this energy means, it's about intimacy and about a stronger intimate connection with the people who are around you in your lives. 
So Scorpio represents that kind of emotional intimacy. And uh, tonight, the Sun, Mercury, Mercury ruling communication, Saturn ruling a kind of seriousness or um, an ability to focus or, let's say, a discipline. So it's a disciplined communication in an effort to get at a higher level of emotional intimacy. I also find, and I rarely will reference this aspect, but the moon is in an exact semi-sextile right now to the sun, which means it's only 30 degrees away. It's at 8 degrees Libra, and the sun is at 8 degrees Scorpio. Um, excellent, excellent going inward energy. The sun, the, the moon is... 30 degrees away from the sun. It will be new in just another two days, let's say, roughly day and a half. We'll be having the new moon in Scorpio. And um, this, is, this is a very strong energy. It's as if, you know, it's, as, it's at its maximum depth before it's actually going to plunge into the sun and then be reborn and come out the other side. So this is a, a maximum time for being able to go in, and it's in Libra. So it's a fascinating time of maximum uh, communication, uh, compromise, and emotional intimacy with Mars on the opposite side. Mars is in Virgo, sextile the sun, and semi-sextile the moon. They're at 8, 8, and 9. So the moon is sitting exactly halfway between the sun and Mars. And if, you know, you're up early in the morning, you'll see Mars in the sky. You'll see the moon rise uh, about an hour before, an hour and a half before the sun. And the three of them are exactly placed 30 degrees apart in the sky. Fascinating and beautiful alignment. Venus at 25 degrees Sagittarius, adding a little lightness, a little spirituality. I love Venus in Sag. She's very fun. She likes to have a good time. She definitely likes to um, you know, like have a good laugh and, and go on a little adventure. So if you want to add a little adventure energy to your life this week, Venus and Sag is going to be happy to take you along there. Jupiter and Cancer, keeping it on the, uh, you know, the nurturing side so that we don't get too harsh with that Saturn and Scorpio. Uranus and Pluto, exact square. It's happening tonight, tomorrow. Uranus at 26 degrees uh, Aries. Pluto at, uh, sorry, 9 degrees Aries, Pluto at 9 degrees Capricorn, but they're both at 26 minutes. So it's 9 Aries 26, 9 Capricorn 26. You can't get more square than that. And um, I did read today where um, where Israel flew in and it blew up some, some missiles that the Russians had given them to give to Hezbollah, and they did this clandestine thing. And the United States reports that it happened, but that they're expecting that no one's going to admit to it, just like they usually don't. It was just a it was very funny, you know, like Israel flies into a foreign country and blows up a missile site, but the Syrians are not going to want to say it happened because they're not going to want to say there were any missiles actually there, and the Israelis are not going to want to say that it happened, and yet American intelligence, of course, gets leaked to the American media. So I thought it was interesting that that happened today. Retrograde Mercury is still going to continue to um, mess up the Obamacare website until the beginning of November. Neptune, two degrees Pisces, keeping us in the compassion zone. And that's your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You're listening to Inside Connection Radio. I see that my good friend Mary Lou has joined me in the chat room. Hello, Mary Lou. Happy Halloween. It's good to see you, too. I'm here every Thursday night. 
Um, yeah, what more to say about you know uh, about about Halloween and about the the you know the time that we're doing? What I think is really good was what um, you know our caller Dorothy reminded us of, and that was that it's very important for us to take a moment to honor the lives that we've known and that have passed. Uh, I believe that if something is created as an energy form like a life that that's one reason why we continue we can continue to contact um you know ancestral energies from the past they're not they're not literally taking up any space because they're not on this plane so there can be multitudes of energy forms that are existing on an energetic plane um you know i'm not uh i'm not particularly um you know uh Um, energy form. So I'm not particularly uh, averse to the idea that you know that there are multitudes of energy forms of of departed departed people, departed souls, and that they don't necessarily have to stay in that soul. If the soul wants to come back and learn, that's fine. But that the energy form may exist in some plane of a of a person who existed that may continue to. Um, have some kind of, of of form, and in that way is how we can contact them. The, they they deserve to be honored and remembered, and that's a part of what it is that we do tonight. It's about creating the emotional connection to those people who have passed and yet who have really touched our lives and formed us in some way. It's actually a beautiful time, uh, Halloween time, and. Um, I happen to really like it. So I hope that everybody has a safe and beautiful Halloween. I'm going to be signing off here in just a second. And I'm not going to be playing a tune tonight at all. I'm going to leave us with a uh, with a thought about um, those people who have departed. Uh, may may they rest in peace. And may we find peace in in having known them. And many blessings to all of you tonight. And I'll be here next Thursday on the Inside Connection. Good night.